June 5th, 2002. Wow, I'm so proud of myself. I've written in my journal for like 12 days in a row. This may be the best I've done writing since the MTC. It's nice, though, to be able to put my thoughts down on paper and just put these wonderful memories down. Perhaps my kids will be able to benefit from what I have and will record. Wednesdays are preparation day now. We still have service in the morning, though, and we were there until about 1 p.m. It really is a nice time to help people who are less fortunate. Apparently, the bowling day will be moved to Tuesday to allow us more time on preparation day morning, however. Elder Chatterton and I were just discussing it, and we usually have meetings on Tuesdays, so we'll probably just keep things the way they are. Shopping at Sam's Club was pretty nice. It seems that I usually end up spending quite a bit of money there, although you do get things in mass quantities, so it all evens out. Kind of a funny story is that upon checking out, I had entered on the debit machine that I wanted $20 cash back. Well, the checker lady gave me my receipt, and I didn't even pay attention to the fact that I didn't get $20 back. Well, I noticed a little ways down the road, and so we went back, and I was able to get the $20. It doesn't surprise me in the least that it happened to me. We were supposed to teach Bishop McNaughton and his family a first discussion tonight, but it turned out to be homemaking night, and their son had an additional baseball game turn up all of a sudden. They fed us dinner still, though, and we were actually still eating when they all left the house. They told us we could eat whatever we wanted and to leave the dishes alone. We did clear the table for them. We tracked it for the remainder of the night and then visited our good elderly neighbor, Rose. She was very happy to see us, and we sang, I know that my Redeemer lives for her. Elder Chatterton actually volunteered me to sing, but I was more than happy to do it. What a woman of faith Rose is, 81 years old, and she plans to reach 100. June 6th. Our appointment with Larry didn't work out this morning. We found out later that he was asleep when we came by. I've only seen him one time before, and that was for a couple of minutes. Hopefully we can see him before too long. After missing an appointment this morning, we went to do some service at Communicare. I played pachinko with two ladies named Elaine and Gladys. It's a lot like bingo, and after about four rounds, I was almost falling asleep. It was a good time, though, and it's nice to be able to brighten someone's day. Tracting followed service, and we went for about four hours until we had an appointment to eat dinner over at the Walters' home. He said something that really stood out to me tonight. If you really want the blessings of the gospel, then everything else falls into place. It will be much easier to live the gospel. After the Walters, we went to drop in on a couple of less active members in the area, but to no avail. So we went to our 7.30 appointment to visit Pam. But she had forgotten, and her husband was gone. But we talked to her for about 20 to 30 minutes. She told us to give her a phone call, and then we could set something up for the near future. We then resumed tracting in the rain, and it was coming down pretty hard for a while. Something pretty neat was that this fellow walked up to us and said thank you to us for going out in the rain. He really appreciated us being out in the adverse weather conditions. 
That really made me feel good to know that a stranger was grateful to see two servants of the Lord out in whatever weather. There's a new neighbor we have met named Steve. He was recently divorced and seems like he's been humbled by it. Hopefully we get to know him better. June 7th, 2002. I had a significantly consoling experience today. It turns out that a young man in the ward named Paul passed away a few days ago. He'd been severely handicapped all his life, along with his twin sister, Amelia. He lived to be 17 and then passed away from this frail existence to return with honor to his heavenly father. Well, his funeral was today, and Elder Chatterton and I were able to attend. We were there because there were going to be a lot of non-members in attendance. But it was also consoling for me to be there because I wasn't able to go to Charity's funeral. We all put flowers on the coffin too, just like everyone did at Charity's funeral. I just feel that the Lord gave me this opportunity to be there for the young man and his family, since I wasn't able to be there with my family at Charity's funeral. After the funeral, there was a luncheon, and so we were able to get some food, and we had a great conversation with this lady named Cheryl, who was there. She was there with her two kids, Timmy and Sean, and we had actually tracked it into them before, so that was kind of neat. She knows the family. Well, after all that, we tracked it for a few hours, and we met a nice young lady named Jackie. We taught her a first discussion and gave her a Book of Mormon as well. She seemed pretty interested, and we will give her a call in a few days to see if we will be able to go back and teach some more doctrine of the kingdom. Dinner at the Boyle's house was pretty good. They are both converts and are the only couples I know where one of them is black and the other is white. I think it's pretty cool, but it seems fairly uncommon. We were able to contact Judy Bentley, and also we were able to contact Judy and also Nick tonight. We basically dropped in on the both of them, and they were both home. That doesn't always happen. Neither of them had read, but we briefed them on the Book of Mormon and even set up a return appointment to see Nick this Monday night at 7. He really seems like a genuine guy, and in fact, I can tell that he is, and I look forward to teaching him and his wife. June 8th, 2002. It was definitely a great day to be outside. The temperature didn't exceed 75, and the humidity level was pretty low as well. We taught a woman this morning named Terry, who met her while tracting the other day and had set up a return appointment. She was pulling weeds in front of her house while we taught her, and come to find out, she's Baptist, which isn't too surprising. It seems like a lot of black people tend to be Baptist, from what I've seen. She wouldn't accept a copy of the Book of Mormon. Actually, a lot of people won't, and I'm trying to figure out what it is people are so afraid of. We tracked the rest of the day in a rather rich neighborhood, and had a generally friendly response we were even able to give out a copy of the Book of Mormon to a guy named Tim. Now, regardless of when it happens, I believe that each Book of Mormon we give out will lead to the conversion and eternal welfare of one, or most likely more, of our brothers and sisters. Toward the end of the evening, we made an invite for a crust of bread and a glass of water, and we ended up being fed a medium-sized meal. Paul was the kind man who invited us in, and his family was delightful. 
they will definitely be blessed in heaven for their hospitality. He actually went to school out in Pocatello, Idaho, ISU, and he wants to retire out there. He's had many a conversation with people about the church and all, and it was very nice to get to know him and his family. There are really great people in this world, and I look forward to when Christ comes again so that Satan may be bound, and that, and that will make missionary work a lot easier. June 9th, 2002. I have mentioned many times how much I enjoy church, and I will continue to do so. Because Christ's church is for all people, and I love feeling the Holy Ghost and learning the truths of eternity. Taking the sacrament is so much more meaningful to me now than it has been in the past. I look forward to it each and every week. I want so badly to be worthy of having his spirit to be with me. We tracked it until we had our dinner appointment to go see the McNaughton's and have dinner over there. He is such a great bishop, and their family is really so wonderful. There is definitely a lot of love in their home, and I sure pray that it will be the same for my future family. We tracked it after that in the area around 7 p.m. Elder Chatterton and I were getting kind of discouraged because we weren't getting as friendly of a response as we were yesterday. Like three people in a row turned us down on our water invites and were pretty rude. So we were kind of feeling down, but the Lord is merciful to his children and the very next person we talked to took us up on our water invitation. He invited us inside, even though he was entertaining, and he actually fed us hamburgers, chips, fresh fruit, and cheesecake. What a great guy, really and truly. He wasn't keen on listening to our message, but he will certainly be blessed for his hospitality. Our appointment with Dan was pretty good. He was barely starting to cut his grass when we got there. But when he saw us, he stopped right away. Come to find out, his grandfather is from Park City and was a member of the church. He's dead now. And then moved out east, marrying outside the faith. It just so happens that Dan went out to a convention with his company in Salt Lake City just a few weeks ago. He toured Temple Square and took all kinds of pictures as well. While taking the tour, he requested to receive a Book of Mormon, and so we brought him one. We taught him a first discussion, and it went really well. The interesting thing was, however, that after that was all said and done, he told us, as we were setting up a time to come and see him again, that he doesn't believe in God. Plain and simple, doesn't believe. I was shocked. He is interested in reading the Book of Mormon, though, and I know if he reads it, he will know of its truth. Something interesting happened when we left his house, though. We were away off down the street, and I was listening for his lawnmower to start up again, but I didn't hear it. We turned around, and sure enough, Dan was pulling that starter cord like there was no tomorrow. I mentioned it to Elder Chatterton, and we went back to see if we could help. I wondered to myself, what was going through his mind at that time? Here came these two Mormon guys over to his house, right when he started to mow his lawn, and he set that aside to talk to us, and now his lawnmower didn't work. And a small portion of his grass was cut, while the rest remained. He probably wouldn't get another chance to get it cut until the next Sunday. I had faith that Elder Chatterton would be able to fix it, though. 
and sure enough, after some tinkering, it was up and rolling. I asked Dan if his lawnmower had ever done that before, and he said no. I am a true believer in that by small and simple means, great things are brought to pass. There is no question in my mind that God inspired me to notice Dan's lawnmower wasn't working, and that Elder Chatterton was inspired to know how to fix it. I wonder what Dan was thinking after we left. Maybe something along the lines of, hmm, perhaps I will read that Book of Mormon. June 10th, 2002. I pulled Elder Chatterton out of bed by his ankles this morning at 5 a.m. I warned him the night before. I guess that would be the be last night that I was going to do it, and he didn't think I would do it. It was fun. We're trying to organize our map and mark all the streets we've tracked. Also, we're typing up the words to a tape that talks about scholarly evidences for the Book of Mormon. So we are waking up early so we can get this done as soon as we can. We tracked this morning around St. Mary's and met a woman named Julia who had recently lost her husband to emphysema. She seemed really depressed, but said that she wouldn't mind talking with missionaries again. She actually lives in Vineland, so we'll pass on the info. We took a break for lunch so that we could call Ford and set up an appointment to have the car serviced. After that, we went out tracting and ended up getting fed by a man named Joseph. What a nice Catholic man he was. We troubled him for some water, and he invited us in and fed us BLTs, chips, and cantaloupe. We were able to give him a Book of Mormon, and he even expressed a sincere desire to attend church at least the sacrament meeting. So hopefully he does come. Tracting followed, and we found a pretty neat man named Brian. He has four daughters and no sons. I could tell that he was a good father and just wants the best for his family. He talked with us, and we found that he had LDS friends in the past. We taught him a first discussion, and he accepted a copy of the Book of Mormon as well. We definitely plan to see him as soon as we can. June 11th. We had district meeting this morning. They're only an hour long now. We did another exchange, and I went with Elder Lee this time. What a great guy. He really wants to do some good out here in, in New Jersey. But he's having a hard time with being away from home, and his trainer, although well-intentioned, isn't being a very good friend to him. So we had a great time talking about back home and just stuff like that as we tracked it. Elder Lee and I came across a really neat man named Patrick. He is actually closely affiliated with a member of the church named Grant, who lives over in California. This brother Brimhall was recently called on a three-year mission to the Philippines with his wife. Patrick actually gave brother Brimhall a call, and Elder Lee ended up talking with him. We talked with Patrick for a good while, and he's a very practical guy. He wants us to go over to his house on the 4th of July for a cookout. And this will be a good way for you to meet some more people, he said. Apparently, he's better at doing missionary work than the members are. We also had a terrific time over at the Collier's house for a lunch-slash-dinner. She made some really good meatloaf. Brother Collier is the funniest man I have met since being out of my mission. I almost laughed myself unconscious, and so did Elder Lee. What was so amazing is that Brother and Sister Collier are such good friends. 
One thing's for sure, I always want for my wife and I to feel as though we had just gotten married. Basically, I want to always have a refreshing, intimate, love-filled relationship with her, regardless of how old we are. June 12th. Preparation day always goes by very quickly, and it seems that there just isn't enough time to get everything done that we need to. Brother and sister Bowen dropped by this morning to inspect the apartment, and it was sure a mess. We were cleaning it when they came, however, so that looked a lot better than otherwise would. We went to a special luncheon at the CP Center in the honor of Greg, who's leaving tomorrow with his wife, Lisa, and a baby girl, Olivia, to Mexico for a missions trip. I'd really enjoyed getting to know him. I know that he and his wife will do a fantastic work down in Mexico. We gave him a copy of the Book of Mormon for his going away gift, and I have a feeling that he and his family will come in contact with the church down there. What a wonderful experience we were able to have over at the Braxtons tonight. We watched a video about Wilfred Woodruff finding the restored church of Jesus Christ, and it made me think about how badly he must have wanted to find the truth. Then I thought to myself, how badly do I want to know the truth of what I have been taught? June 13th, 2002. Service at Communicare was fun this morning. I met a lady named Ms. McNeil and talked with her for a while. She has a pacemaker and it has taken something away from her voice somehow. She had such a glow to her face and it didn't surprise me at all when she said that she really loved God. We tracked it for the remainder of the day, which was about eight and a half hours. We were invited in to have something to eat and drink by a really nice Jehovah Witness lady named June. Her husband's grandfather is a member of the church, so that's pretty neat. We were supposed to have a dinner appointment over at the Miller's house tonight, but apparently they forgot. That's all right, though. In all honesty, sometimes I wonder what keeps me going out here. Today was one of those days for some reason. Should I stay? Should I go? No, I'll stay. For some reason under heaven. I suppose if I were to read this journal from start to finish, I would find the reasons. Gosh, it's hard being out here sometimes. June 15th. I ate a lot of breakfast this morning at Correlation. Brother and Sister Hoffman really do treat the missionaries extremely well. Since I have been here, we haven't had a whole lot to talk about, though. We have pretty much no solid investigators, and we tracked all the time. We had a good visit with Dan this afternoon. We were only able to spend about 30 minutes with him, but we had a good discussion together. Oh, yes, and Dan had read the parts of the Book of Mormon we asked him to. What was neat as well was that he had read them on the day we met him. So that's pretty impressive. Of course, he still doesn't believe there is a God, however. I guess that's not usually something that changes in a week. He said that he's fine with us coming back over and keeping in touch. We'll keep working with him. Our other appointment was with a guy named David, 30, a 30-year-old 30 Baptist. We were able to teach him a first discussion, and he accepted the Book of Mormon as well. He seemed kind of in a hurry and anxious to get us out of there, but he said we can come back, although he said he couldn't set up a day in time. June 16th. We have this tape called Evidences for the Book of Mormon that we've been working on transcribing, and it's really taking a lot of time. It actually belongs to the Freehold Ward, and I need to send it back. 
That's why we're transcribing it. It's about 15 and a half pages written out, and now I'm working on getting it correctly punctuated. What a painstaking process. So in light of all this, I'm staying up late to write in my journal. Ed and Rose were supposed to come to church today, but they didn't show up, so we went over to their place after church to see what happened. Apparently, they just didn't make it a priority, although they were going to be having some company later on. We were able to set up an appointment for Thursday at 7.45. I look forward to it. We met a semi-active family named the Gilbertsons today. He goes to sacrament meetings and is the financial clerk, although he isn't there for the other meetings. I'm glad that he's doing that much, though. We are all at different levels in our lives. They have a son named Matt who is studying political science, and their daughter uh, works nights at the hospital with her mom. We talked with them for about 30 minutes, and they seem happy enough to have us there, even though they didn't have any notice. He even said that they would like to have us over for dinner. They're a great family, and I look forward to getting to know them better. There were some houses that didn't have anyone in them the last time we tracked that street. So we went to those. We met a fellow named Ron who was kind of putting up a little fizzle about the Book of Mormon, and although he was arguing with us and kept saying that he wasn't, it all faded away when we asked him for a couple glasses of water. He invited us in, and we not only met his wife, Ruth, but they also fed us grapes and bananas. What nice people. They said to come back whenever we're in the area. Our dinner appointment with the Millers was really good. We had pasta and green salad. His mother is not a member, and she was there, as well as some other extended family members. While talking with Brother Miller, we were able to find out about some less active members who could really use some help. I really felt good about having a more balanced effort. Working with members and tracting combined make a much better use of time. June 17, 2002. We tracted this morning before our lunch appointment with the McNaughton's. She actually drove us over to a park that we are going to be doing some service on Wednesday for his own activity. She wanted to show us how to get there. I always have a very good feeling when I'm over at the McNaughton's. They love each other so much, you can just tell by the way they act and speak with one another. That is precisely the way I want my family to be. We will love each other and be each other's friends. We met an older woman named Sister Obey today. She's a less active member of the ward who is in a wheelchair. That woman can sure talk, and she did too. I almost fell asleep like ten times while listening. We plan to reteach her the discussions as well as her son. Earlier this afternoon, we had an appointment to see a woman named Linda and her adopted son, Dak. We gave her a Book of Mormon and a Joseph Smith pamphlet as well. She said we could come back, but to give her some time. We asked Sister Boyle to make some cookies the other day that we might win the hearts of our fellow kindred. Well, she put together two plates all wrapped up in a bow, and we delivered them to the Braxtons, an investigating couple and the Jersons, a part member family. Speaking of cookies, the bishop's wife gave us some cookies today, so that was nice. June 18th. We tracked it for about seven straight hours today. We didn't give out any Book of Mormons or teach, but people were nice to us overall. 
We received some crusts of bread, chocolate cookies, a couple bananas, and a bunch of water. It certainly is nice to bump into nice people. Sister Kane fed us a nice dinner of spaghetti and meatballs. The only thing was that we were half an hour late. Elder Chatterton wrote down the wrong time, so she was waiting around for us to come. She was just glad that we came because she didn't know what she was going to do with all that food. I ate myself silly. Our appointment with Brother Jim Kane went as well as could be expected. He feels somewhat estranged from the people for a few understandable reasons. But he also wants to come back. He just needs some helping hands to bring him in. The Lord will get him there. June 19th. Preparation day was pretty refreshing and rejuvenating. We did a service project as a zone at a nearby park, cleaning up dead limbs and litter. After that, we went and played softball, and that was a lot of fun. I got some pretty good hits, and everyone had a good time. It started pouring rain on us at about 3.45, so we wrapped everything up and took off. After the activity, we went to the post office and the library to check on our email. No one had sent me anything, but I apologize to my dad for missing Father's Day. I'm really bummed for not having sent him a card, but I did send him an early birthday card. In between the library and our dinner appointment with the Boyles, we tracked it into a very nice woman named Tammy. She has two sets of twins, and I could tell, just from listening to her, that she just wanted the truth. She mentioned having gone from church to church, trying to find a place where she can have the true gospel of Jesus Christ taught to her. Tammy has been going to a Baptist church for a couple months and is still looking. I love this kind of scenario. She was more than happy to receive the Book of Mormon, and she gave us her phone number. We will definitely be following up with her. June 20th. What a great day we had today. Sister Boyle has provided us with some more cookies to give away, and we took some over to this woman named June and her family. She is a Jehovah's Witness, and she fed us the other day. So we wanted to say thank you by bringing her cookies. She was happy to see us, and she fed us again. On the way up to interviews, we brought cookies to the Castellanos and talked with them a little while. She fed us hot dogs. Her husband isn't a member of the church yet. Interviews were great. President Da is a really great guy, and I'm thankful for his support. We ate dinner at the Walters, and they sent us home with half a birthday cake, bananas, and strawberries. They are such a beautiful family. After dinner, we went to go retract a street with the objective of following up with a man named John. He owns his own construction company and is a very Christian man. After talking with him for a few minutes, he said, I see the Spirit of God in you too, and it's for that reason that I'm going to read your Book of Mormon. So we will definitely be seeing him soon.